So uh, welcome back, everybody, to Out at Reese's Podcast. I'm your host, Reese Chalvis, and uh, joining us once again, we got Royal T and Christian Reeves. We finally back in here. Yes, yes sir. sir. <laughs> Bit of a different setup today. We're just same studio, different room is all. Yep. I definitely like the couch. I, I like this. It's, it's nice. It's been portable. Like, y'all seen it at the shows. Like, this shit goes everywhere. Everywhere is out at Reese's. <laughs> yes, sir. Get out to Reese's. The world is, is, is ours, you know. The world's our playground. Yes, it's sir. our recess. <laughs> so, how you been, man? I've been really good recently. Ain't gonna lie. I mean, I've been grinding a lot and, like, a lot of pressure or whatever. But I feel like, I don't know, life is good. Life is, life is, yeah, life is very good. It's Life's grind good. time. It's getting cold. People kind of staying inside more. So, it's not as active. But I like staying inside. I like working. It, it's uh having it get cold because I'm, I'm someone who always feels like i have to be outside doing stuff hiking or whatever right but getting cold it like forces me to stay home so i can just focus on podcasts and videos editing whatever yeah, yeah. so it's definitely been a, a plus for the cold and such today yeah. was kind of warmer though did you guys notice it felt a little warmer today uh, all I can think of I is, got outside uh, and it was 20 degrees out in this bitch. It was not warm at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm literally just Well, the sun just went down, but like yeah. earlier today. The sun be coming <laughs> out. It's like, in parts of Utah, it's like when there's no snow, you could be mistaken like it's summer because it's just bright, sunny, blue skies. Like yeah. everything looks super sunny, but you hop outside and it's cold. Right, right. Yeah. It's... At least for me, I don't handle cold that well. You... Like. <laughs> I'm not made for this at all. You see, like, the birds chirping outside and the sun just shining, and you're like, oh, it's nice. You walk outside, like, ugh. Nope. Yeah, you have to freeze Never mind. a little bit. Yeah, there's some crack birds if they're outside right now. <laughs> like, yeah. actually. Uh, well, I, I still see them migrating. Like, they have, they're they still, like, swarming outside. They need to hurry it's up. I know, I know. It's because shit is fucked up. They don't know where to go. <laughs> I feel like their migration probably That's fucked facts. up. They, they stay in for the music. Yeah, they, they wanted <laughs> to come to the show. I tried to let them in. Yeah, but Lebo was like, nah, you don't, bro. No, you don't need no birds in the house. Yeah, no birds. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so how you, how you been, Christian? I've been all right. I've been working, but uh, I know you, I need some help with my uh, CPU, uh, CPU his, uh, situation. His computer kind of took a dump, a fat, <laughs> a fat dump. In the middle of, yeah. Right after I recorded that freestyle, too. It was right, right after? after? Yeah. Oh. Like the whole, you can hear all the pops and stuff and the clicks. And like right, right, right. Yeah, uh, that'd be the worst, bro. Earlier this year, um, my computer crashed. I lost 111 songs. Ooh, 111. Yep. That I made. Did in that like hurt? This last year. Yeah, definitely did uh, hurt. Like what? What was going through your mind when you like just when you when you saw it and they were just gone and you're like like what? How did you feel? That shit had that shit had me so hot. I was. Yeah, I was super mad. I went through all the emotions because, like, it's my music. And I was like, damn, that's a lot of hard work. But one of my homies, he told me right after. He was like, fuck the music. It's not about that. It's like you didn't lose the person who made the music. You didn't lose the ability either. You just lost sounds, right? You just lost, like, files. Right. So we kind of, I don't know, it kind of made me go harder. So I kind of started with, like, a clean slate and then just been building it back up. Yes, sir. I like so it's that. Been a blessing in disguise, honestly. That's been my biggest fear editing this uh, Storm Tour podcast. Is I'm I'm worried something's gonna happen to my computer and all my files are gone. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and then I all I have are the clips that I've sent to people and such and posted on Instagram. Like for I thought my computer was gonna crash today. <laughs> really? I was trying to like reinstall Pro Tools and my computer wasn't restarting. 
I tried to do this at the studio at like the like the owner of the studio's laptop, and I damn near broke his computer trying to do this shit. <laughs> I had to like wipe everything. I didn't wipe his files, but I had to wipe everything so it could restart. And I thought it happened on my computer, but thankfully we're all good. We got we got to recording. I had a cool freestyle session before I got here. That's pretty sick. Not cool. But yeah. So how do you uh? So we we got that group now where we freestyling every day. Yeah, it's like daily check-ins, daily practice. I feel like it's cool because it's, yeah, it's like freestyle, I feel like it's just really pushing effort. It's not really even being cool and, like, having, like, the best stuff. It's just, like, if you're willing to put yourself in that position and, like, give effort. And I feel like it's a good practice for, like, us artists. And despite how you sound, you're just sending it to the group. You Even if you sound, like, trash, right, if you didn't do a yeah. good freestyle, it's like you're still just people are still hearing it and it's making you just feel more comfortable doing it you know yeah because i might say the best shit or i might say the worst shit it doesn't matter at least i'm putting the effort out and like my worst shit's gonna get better although i'm not one who can say much on that because i i recorded like six videos of me trying to freestyle and i hit x on all of them (laughs) bro i I feel that too there's like a lot of single one to you guys and you know what's wild it's like i be freestyling i be sending them to a lot of people and like a lot of artists the artists don't respond. Like, the people who respond are just, like, it just is a certain type of individual who doesn't give a fuck. They don't, it's like, most of the people I show, like, responding aren't even artists. Like, right, right. real estate agent, um, barber. <laughs> Podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, they'll put the effort through. I'm like, for people who are artists, y'all won't do that shit. It's just interesting. I wonder if it's the mindset of just, like, they're just always around that, so it's, like, more normal to them. I think artists mm. are in their head a lot, too. Yeah. So I feel like they don't want to... We already exposing ourselves so much, we don't, ex- we don't want to expose the wrong thing. We don't want to draw attention to the wrong thing. We want a certain type of attention. But also, in our heads, we can get very locked with trying to get that certain type of attention, especially in the social media world. Oh, for it's sure. It's very hard. I it's- feel like it's... I don't give a fuck. I could be laughed at. I could be hated. I could be loved. I'll just go where I'm appreciated, not where the people are hating me. If you hate me, at least you show me where not to go. So that's cool. It, it's like it's <laughs> like being trapped in a box that it's like so hard to actually get out of. You know? Yeah. But it's I feel like yeah, the box is an illusion. Nobody really gives a fuck what you're doing. Right, right, right. And like nobody really cares. So for me, posting my podcast uh, publicly to my old friends and family on social media. I was so nervous about that because I used to think, what are they going to think? You know, even despite me still putting it out on for the entire internet to see, I yeah. was worried about promoting it on my own personal social media because I was like, what are they going to think? Mm-hmm. But it's like, I haven't talked to 99% of them in like years. Why do I give a shit what they think? You yeah. know what I mean? So, so I just started sending it out there, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't even give a shit anymore. Same. I was scared to, <clears throat> I was scared um, for my family and also coworkers to see my music. Because, yeah. like, I like to, I don't like hiding myself with music. I Like, the only way I can make music is just be me or else it just sounds fake. But it's like when I'm in a work environment and around, like, judgy, like, relatives, I have to put on that fake appearance because I'm not trying to deal with all that. Especially in a job setting where they're like, oh, shit, you talked about this, this, and this. We may, like, drug test you or something. I've actually been worried about that with my job. Like, not, not drug testing because I don't necessarily talk about drugs. But I have been worried about, like, 
if they hear my podcast and they're like, so you said this, that you did this at your old job. Are you doing that at this job? Or, you know what I mean? Like, just because mm-hmm. I, I get, I open up quite a bit on my podcast, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe a little too much sometimes for where I'm at with my current job, but. But, yeah, you just got to not give a fuck. It's like the same thing with freestyle. It's like the people, it's like for somebody to really listen in that close to what you're saying, they really have to care or like they really have to be invested. People will listen to your music. People will listen to whole ass songs, know every like word in the song, still not know what they're saying. It's just how much effort they're going to put in listening. Right. I don't feel like most people will really do that. So that's like another illusion that was in my head. I put it out to my family. My coworkers, I started sending them music. I had like a group chat in that um, center, unwork related. We got that shit made just so I could put out this stuff and like start promoting shows. And it was pretty cool. It was like, I got, it's like I always got good feedback. I always got like support, even from the coworkers and bosses, even though I'm out of there now. That's but crazy. It was though. really cool. Like, that's, that's awesome. I, I feel like if I bring up my podcast, like when my podcast really starts to gain traction, I'm like kind of nervous to bring it up to my boss because then he'll be like, oh, he might be quitting soon. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. there will become a day where I'm like, all right, financially, it's supporting me enough. And, I know if I quit my job, have the extra time to put more effort into the podcast, it'll go even faster. And I'm kind of nervous for that day. You know, I don't know how they're going to react to that day. I feel like they're selfish if they try and stop you. (coughs) Right, right. Like, where if you're at a company, you will never own that product. You will never reap the full rewards of that. You're always going to be working off of somebody else's profits and the share that they give you. That's true. It's like. It's like, if you make that decision to, like, take the risk and put it all on yourself with the responsibility, that's something that most people are not willing to do. When I see it with my job, when I left them, because of this same stuff, they on, they honestly applauded me. They're like, damn, that takes some guts. That's like, I see right. you doing stuff. I, I 100% agree. But one thing that really makes me, the, I think the thing that makes me no, most nervous about it is just this year alone, I've traveled four different times that they've sent me on trainings, paying thousand plus dollars each time you know and it's so it's like yeah. it's like dang they just invested all this money now i'm now i'm now who knows maybe i'll still be there another year or two right but but eventually it will happen and and it's just like dang they invested all this money in me and now i'm leaving now obviously i'm not gonna mm-hmm. let that stop me i'm not gonna definitely Which, it's tough but like think of this like for out at reese's podcast you can't have this without reese for that position it's a job position as soon as somebody gets as soon as it vacates somebody else is gonna take it yeah like it's it's gonna get filled it and might like, be a bitch for them though yeah <laughs> well you'll know like when it's time for you to leave like you'll just know like, right. you'll feel that it's like time for you to kind of give the po- the podcast all the attention that you can that i feel it's like- very intuitive because it's like same thing with going out like when we traveled earlier this year for storm tour some people wouldn't travel because they're like all right i don't feel like i'm ready i don't feel like i can do this and like those mental things will stop them and there's another person that sees it and be like, oh, let's go, let's go, let's do this. Like, I called you. You was down. We went down to L.A., drove. And it was, like, last second, too. Yeah, we had to fucking fuck Las <laughs> Vegas because their Airbnbs was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was crazy. We'll have to tell them what happened. But, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, it definitely is, um, it definitely just is one of those things that you can't let them can't let it hold you back and it is gonna it is gonna be hard though because when it does get to a point where so i make so much money at my current job right then when the podcast say matches that i'm making double the money but it's like so it's gonna be hard to say goodbye to this job 
But also, you know what I mean? Like money is just a store of value. What about your time? Right, right. And that that's that's facts. Mm-hmm. I feel like time is super, super big. I, cool. It really definitely comes down to can I really make this for extra eight hours a day that beneficial where I can really speed up my process that much more? And I think it really depends on where I'm at at the time with the podcast, what I got planned. And it's like, okay, you know what? I got to quit. Yeah. And you got to manage your energy too. It's like your job is going to take energy out of you in that day. Whether you like it or not, you're putting effort out to them. So it's like, and you kind of have a limit of how much effort you can give out. Obviously, the more effort you give out, the more you get to give out. If you just stay on it, and you're grinding, grinding, grinding. That's why people can hustle so hard. Because they've broken past that parts where they told themselves, all right, I don't have any more. And they go more. So then the next day they find, all right, I can do this again. It's like, I think when people have their limits, their limit is a lot more than they think. So when you find the limit that you think you're at, push past that. Yeah. You know, and it, I think that's ultimately what it comes down to as well. Just finding your limits and then being like, okay, pushing past them. And it's true. Can I push back? Can I push past my limits right now? You know, when I get to that point while I'm still working this job? Yes or no. You know, and that can kind of help you decide. All right, yeah. I think it's time to let, say goodbye. Well, that'll bleed into other areas too because you'll push yourself past a certain point and be like, looking back like oh i'm stronger than all of this stuff and like you'll start thinking less about the small things that happened to you that you think might be holding you back and realize that the bigger picture if you just keep putting in the effort that you know things are going to work out you just got to stay focused and consistent with what you're wanting to get you got to keep that picture in your mind of like what you want because doubts can really creep in and then all of a sudden you start playing like all these doubts in your head on a daily basis of how shit could go wrong and that stops you from really like pushing past that limit oh for sure yeah and it's it's it's, it definitely takes a lot of practice to get over because i mean some people just naturally can just do it you know and go crazy others like i feel like myself i really have to work out that muscle because it because really your brain is like like nobody naturally does it i feel like when somebody does it it looks easy that's true like when you go out on your podcast to everybody else it looks easy when you're at the show (laughs) i'm terrified bro (laughs) if you were inside of your head inside of like your emotions you probably you could feel that anxiety you could feel that fear but i guess it is a practice of how you felt the fear so many times you didn't let it stop you well and and another good example on back on the show I actually got really comfortable after the first two or three interviews because I think I did like 13 interviews at that show. And he was going and I was like after the second or third one, after talking to a bunch of people coming up to me like, yo, you're Reese. I was just like, I just felt I literally had this sense of of uh, being home. You know, it was weird. It's like I felt so comfortable. I was like, this is it. Like, this is where I got to be. I fuck with that heavy. That's what I feel like. How that's how I feel like when I was on the stage that night. That's how I felt. Really? Oh, that's. I was like. It's an amazing yo. feeling. Cause that was probably one of my favorite performances I did. Like, it's the home crowd and all that, but it was one of it was one of the best shows of the storm of the storm tour, this whole year. Dude, it was. And it was the in our best. Own city. Like that's just a different feeling, being able to create that in your own city. It's our own venue, our own podcast, like our own people, fully independent. Like, it's, yeah, it's a different thing. It's a movement going on here. I feel like people got to tap into this. Oh, for sure. Like, like uh, Salt Lake City, bro. Like, when I when I was asking Lebo that, when I was like, where's your favorite place that you've performed? 
you know, he'd been to Miami, Los Angeles, um, Seattle, all these different cool places. And when he said Salt Lake City, I was like literally taken away. You can hear it in my voice in the podcast. I'm like, really? Like, like actually? Yeah, I'd be surprised too. So it's, it's definitely crazy. What? Oh, were you gonna say something? No. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Awkward pauses. I'm just yeah. I'm just listening in. I want you know this man can he's, do the he's, talking because he's, he's spitting yeah. fire, dude. I just yeah, it's just natural. It's like the music. You can't force nothing. So so like have you so like warm milk with cereal, guys? Right. <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> no, actually, I think that's so funny. So last time I was had you on a podcast. I poured the milk first, bitches. <laughs> oh. No, I actually, I think we talked about you try that. that. Huh? You try it. Well, I, I, I feel like pouring the milk first is better, because like, because you control how much sogginess <laughs> the cereal. We talked about this on the podcast on the last one that we were on. But also, have you seen how Kendrick Lamar eats his cereal? I haven't. This homie like puts in the cereal first, and then he puts a little bit of milk. So then the bottom kind of gets a little bit more soggy, and but he doesn't fill it up all the way, and he like kind of like eats it. So he waits a little bit so it can all like maintain like a well consistency, like if you were cooking rice and you were putting water into the rice, and then he just like eats it at like a semi kind of like he, he makes it he, whatever he, he makes his cereal very elegantly. Bro, that's like the filet mignon of. <laughs> right, yeah. of cereal. Of cereal. Uh, the, just for I context, I butchered it, but y'all should watch that. I, I want to give context real quick. Why I just suddenly randomly brought up warm milk? It was the last one-on-one podcast I did with Royal T. Uh, he just randomly brought up warm milk and cereal, and I was like, "Hey, that's what's up." <laughs> I mean, it is what's up. People be sleeping on this shit. So you actually put warm milk in cereal? Like, I get the milk. I pour that milk first. I put it in the microwave. So that shit gets warm, and then I put my cereal. Okay. Like, Frosted Flakes is amazing with that. <laughs> I'm about to try this. Like, like it's soon. not good for Dude, all cereals. Let's try it tonight. Let's go grab some, let's go run to the store, grab some uh, <laughs> some Frosted Flakes. They're going to be like royalty, the, the warm milk guy. <laughs> <laughs> the, warm, the warm milk guy. <laughs> oh, no. I can see that on Reddit, in a Reddit comment section already. Oh, <laughs> oh no. My career has ended before it started. <laughs> the moment you end up on Reddit, it's over. <laughs> nah man there's gonna be the I'm just trying to end up on uh, never mind <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna be how it is though in the future you're gonna be like a sub like a topic bro already. yeah imagine uh, out at Reese's subreddit that'd be fire subreddit. that'd be so sick yeah just r- brings me back to the like the brings me back to the old days when I used to watch like KSI and he'd be going through, I remember through that. Reddit, his Reddit <laughs> that was and stuff. His, those was the funniest videos ever. <laughs> so funny. I feel like we bonded on that a lot. Dude, yeah. Well, <laughs> like, you were the one we that first... showed me him. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Uh, You're like, yeah. have you seen this guy? I was like, no. And just started watching. He was so funny. Honestly, watching him. Back, like, back in the day, YouTube, YouTube, everything. Honestly, it's still YouTube, but now I just search up beats and shit. Loki, I got a question though. Yeah, what's up? Mal West, how's the music been? <laughs> <laughs> it's been all right i mean is, like is your I, mic falling a little bit here if if you a little bit. twist that knob on the very the big knob on the right all the way to like clockwise really tight it's pretty tight really harder 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 all right now you're good <laughs> okay we're chilling it's gonna fall but that don't matter okay yeah no i've been working on a lot of beats and stuff and like trying to figure out how to make like a different sound Man, y'all are geeking over here. <laughs> I'm just like, we not going to say nothing to that. 
Let me just play with the mic for a full 30 seconds before I answer your question. <laughs> but, but, uh, what was the question? I'm sorry. My mind literally just like <laughs> lost it after that. Um, I was asking, I was asking my West how, how the music. Be. Oh, right, right, right. For like viewers who don't know, like me and me and my West, we used to be like in the studio, just in my, like in my parents' basement, like the whole fucking day, like making <laughs> shit. And like a lot of days we wouldn't even come out with anything. But we just be trying, 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 trying. Because, like, we all had these dreams and everybody around us kind of left, like, who was with us with it. So we only had, like, we was like, all right, let's do this shit ourselves if we have to. And, like, those are some very instrumental times, I feel like, <clears throat> yeah. me as an artist growing. Because we was, yeah, we'd really just work for hours and hours. Yeah, and, like, I think about that. And, like, even for me, with how long I had been producing already, it was still the beginning. Like, really. Because, yeah. like, vocals were not... I mean, I recorded some stuff in high school, but you don't want to hear that. <laughs> I want I want to hear it. Let's let's play it. I got you after the after this, but I took down the shit I released in high school. <laughs> yeah, I don't even luckily like Jungle we, Fever. Jungle yeah, fever. if y'all can find it then I'll remember <laughs> that actually. Yeah. Uh I don't yeah, I mean, I just been working on a lot of beats and like figuring out like the same sound but like I don't know. I've been redirecting like my vision a little bit, and like the vocals, the whole vocal side of things. Like, I don't know. I'm just experimenting and figuring things out. I really don't post like anything, but yeah, you've been quiet. Yeah, that's just where I'm at right now. Yeah, I feel you. I've been low key like recently too. It's like especially after the show, I've been like very low key. Cause I don't know. I just been work. Yeah, I just been working on my own. I have like a lot of stuff I want to do, dude. I just don't want to, like, give off any, like, hints yet. Yeah, well, and, like, I can tell. I know, like, you know, sometimes you just know when it's time to kind of pop out a little bit more. And, like, yeah. that's been that's been how it is uh, as of recently because I've just had people show up in my DMs. Like, all of a sudden, uh, I'm in a group chat full <laughs> of artists, and I'm like, How did I get here? How did, <laughs> who added me to this? Yeah. And that's kind of a cue for me, like, okay, it's time to get public a little bit more again i feel like it's like contrast like you gotta it's like when you're going to social media or any type of thing you're going for people's attention Mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter how good you are or like i guess it might be just like how much support or like how much respect or like whatever is put on but i feel like in this stage like i can't just be spam 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 spamming people i'll show them and i'll be loud when i like get on there show them what's up but then I kind of go ghost, so then I can, like, make them wonder. I don't want them really knowing exactly what's happening all the time. I don't care about posting my daily life on shit, too, because shit's private. Yeah, it's more attractive. Like, the mystery of it is a lot more attractive, for sure. Especially because every time I come back, it's going to be better, and it's going to be different, and it's going to give you something to digest and really think on for a while. I don't want my shit to be like, ooh, emotion grab, damn, that's wild, onto the next. I don't mind, like, you can really take it in. You can really think on it. You can build your own thoughts upon it. And, like, yeah, I feel like I don't need to be here in your face all the fucking time for that. My work's just showing my work. Right, right. I, uh, since I really started grinding on this podcast, I haven't even touched my own beats or trying to make anything for, like, probably over a month now. It's priorities. We only got enough time in the day. I do want to get back on it, though, just... Because I, I feel like there's a couple things I made pretty cool, and I want to try and 
Nah, I'm messing with what you, you had know? going on. Ain't gonna lie. Like, when you sent me the first beat, I was like, how the fuck is this your first beat that you ever made? It wasn't even like a hip-hop style beat or anything. It was like a, it sounded like a video game, mm-hmm. like, main theme song, like, from, like, an 8-bit mm-hmm. yeah, video yeah. game. Your melodies, theme. like, you make some good melodies, bro. Yeah, like, actually. <laughs> we got, like, the melodies here, and we got the drums yeah. right here. Dude, his beats go crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. And then you got the lyrics, bro. We're a band. <laughs> yeah, we got it right here. Let's 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 hop out. <laughs> but yeah. honestly, we got a nice team around us. There's a lot of dope individuals here in Salt Lake City. Well, you know what I find crazy about our team, sort of like I feel because I feel like my team is everyone I work with, right? You guys mm-hmm. and the community, whatever. But what's crazy is like. The fact that it's with specifically you and specifically you because like I met I met Christian in I was in sixth fifth grade he was in fourth grade and like what's weird is like all my closest and best friends growing up at when we usually go on a long break without hanging out it's over like we just don't we just don't hang out anymore yeah I've gone on breaks with him just not hanging out anymore talking really same with you too. Just yeah, barely. Here we are. Yeah, when we're back. Time, yeah, when was the last time we saw each other? Uh, well, I mean, like, at your apartment before that, a year, Damn. straight up. That's crazy, and and like, uh, it's just crazy that it's like, despite the distance we had for long periods of time for both of us, I consider you guys my closest friends, along with a couple other people. You know, honestly, because yeah. it's like you get connected in something more than just text messages daily, more than just phone calls it's like i don't know i feel like we always be tapped in on some type of thing it's like we can go a long time like a really long time without talking and i can call you and then we just yeah we just catch up and it's like it just flows it's just just like that you know it's it's crazy just and i feel like it's rare you don't get it with everybody and i feel like you're not supposed to and that's why you need to appreciate the ones that you do have in your life that are like that some people block uh, some people block their blessings by not seeing that right yeah yeah, it's um, it's just weird looking at it, like, seeing where we've all come from, just our different backgrounds, pasts, yeah. and everything. It's like, the way we were back then versus now. The fact that we've all changed so drastically, yet we're all still here talking and hanging yeah. out, making music, going out, you know? Yeah, this shit used to be YouTube videos and playing Gaming video videos. Games. <laughs> <laughs> Saying wild shit on games. Now we just need a camera and a microphone. Yeah. Well, Black Ace. I'll be real. Like, <laughs> when I first started doing anything, anything like this, I was doing video. Mm. And, like, I really wanted stuff to work. It was with, it was with YGT. I was getting ready to start doing film with, with Austin. Wasn't, Austin wasn't this when you, like, I think it was a light, slightly before that, but you, like, went to L.A. and did a your yeah. own YouTube kind of shoot there. Yeah. And, like, I really, you know, I wanted that to work, and then it just kind of, like, I just kind of let it slide off, because I'm, like, it just doesn't feel right, right now. And, like, it took me a while, and, like, when I found music, like, man, that's when things really kicked off. And, like, I started connecting with people that there was more of a relationship there that you could, you know, both both parties would grow from, like, mm-hmm. oh, you, you're able to provide this, I'm able to provide that, you know, just everything went uh, a lot smoother like it was more meant it was more meant to be like this it didn't feel as forced yeah exactly it was natural because like like when we first like linked up you're like all right i make beats i'm like oh i'm like a vocalist um singer rapper i do that type of stuff i can record you can make beats yeah let's lock in 
Exactly. You know, it that's actually exactly how it was for me with both um doing YouTube gaming videos back in the day and streaming on Twitch. Uh streaming on Twitch still definitely felt more smooth than doing YouTube gaming videos, but the podcast just overall has been the smoothest and cleanest thing I've ever done in my life. And it's I mean, it's just been so natural and the opportunities the amount of opportunities that are opening up right now have been more than anything I've seen in my life. Yeah. You know? I've been inspired seeing this, like for real. Oh yeah, same. Like, like seriously, it's given me a lot of motivation. Like, like I wake up and I see a new Reese podcast going out, and I see the artists like promoting that. I'm like, yo, these artists are hype about this. It's like Reese is offering this like platform that was never available to us before, and it's a it's a blessing that you're doing this, but it's also a blessing seeing my friend like doing something successful. Dude, we all we're mm-hmm. all doing something successful. And part yeah. of something big uh yeah and i think the one thing i really want to not let happen though i don't want to just become primarily a hip-hop artist podcaster i yeah. want i want to because like really what i want to do is don't i want to call me a hip-hop artist <laughs> right but that that's just mainly the, the genre yeah. i've been exploring right and but and really ultimately sorry Nah, you're good. I feel like also relating to that point, it's like I never was coming in trying to be like a rapper or like hip hop, whatever. This is just the people that I was around this and this is just the platform I was that was available for me to come up. But ultimately it's your art. But it's like I just fuck with music. I don't give right. a fuck what music it is because I don't make music. I don't even make the same music I be listening to. I listen to a lot of hip hop and like a lot of that right, stuff. Right, right. But the stuff I like making sometimes may be very different than some that. of the, some of your newer stuff. I heard that it was like different. I was like, oh, this yeah. is nice. Yeah, like this I made an alternative track and people was really fucking yeah, with it. Yeah, that. dude. Yeah. Oh man, we'll have to. Well, definitely have to listen to that after this podcast. Um, Honestly, one thing though, like with with my podcast, I my main envision that I see is exploring different communities, cultures, and just life experiences. Right. And I, I think I'm, I think what I'm gonna call it is phase one with this hip hop community and this hip hop scene, this underground hip hop scene. Eight hundred one underground. Phase, phase one, we we visit the eight hundred one underground, right? Phase two could be something maybe music related, but maybe another genre or just something completely different. I'm kind of figuring that out as I go and just see where this community can uh, can go. Yeah, I feel like you just gotta know what you want to be and take advantage of every opportunity you see fit. Yeah. Right, you'll right. know you'll know like the things that you want to do versus the things you don't want to do just like just go for it <laughs> yeah that's what i can say back with the what you were saying about <clears throat> alternative it just made me think like there's someone that i'm trying to link with and i think it's just not lining up right for a reason maybe but like i got some guitarists and some drummers in provo that are like for real like they wasn't they were in a band but now they, they disband a little bit, and I'm just talking to all of them. Like, I'm trying to get together and, like, mm-hmm. work on something real. Live drums, everything. That sounds dope. We're going to bring some modern-day jazz to y'all. <laughs> y'all watch out. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was you who introduced me to this whole community because it, it was it, it all started with, uh, well, that your first performance that you did, uh, it was I wasn't actually able to go, and I felt so bad because I I was working those two a.m. shifts, mm-hmm. so I ha- had to sleep and I just could not wake up for it. And and then there was the storm tour L.A., which was crazy. And that's when that's when you, I was like, bro, what if I brought my podcast? Or was it you that told me to bring it, or I can't remember how that went down. 
don't remember exactly who mentioned it, but I was like, yeah, I don't know. Ex- I don't know who mentioned because I was like, all right, we need some photos too, and you just got like your new camera. Yeah, but you then might like yeah. yo. I got the mics for like the podcast, and we're like, all right, that'll be a sick idea. What if we just like film a little podcast there? Let's try and get this going. Yeah, it, yeah. it didn't really work out the first time, but I don't know. Shit takes timing because we're here right now, dude. That 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 time was crazy, dude. We got we got to tell the story. We, oh yeah, trying was, to get to LA. Well, um, it, it was, so first off, it was like the it was like I think the weekend before we went. It was we had one week, and I was like. Bro, I'm going to LA with you. I just texted you that or something. I was like, bro, I'm gonna go to LA with you. And you're like, oh shit, all right, dope, let's do this. And yeah, and I, I was like, I was like, I can't take off any time off work, so it's gonna have to be just the weekend though. I and I can't afford a flight. And we're like, and I was on the same shit. I was like, all right, I only got this much time off of work. We're gonna drive up, like pretty much like short story. We're gonna give you all the long way. Short story, we showed up, day of the show, did the show, left pretty much after the show. We fell asleep from Friday so to tired. Sunday night. And then Sunday, we just came back. It was like Friday after work, too. And it was Sunday morning, we, I think, <laughs> that we came back. And we got back here Saturday, on Sunday night. Well, we had stopped in Vegas on Sunday for a couple hours. Do you remember that? You just kind of parked there. We, uh, coming back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Vegas. It was with uh, with Sebi. Oh, yeah. It was Sebastian. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that was chill coming back from it. Going to Las Vegas, going to L.A. sucked. Super. Oh, no, dude, it, that was the. I think that 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 whole day just mentally was sucked. Like it was an awesome event, but mentally it sucked because we were drained. Because we, like, we we was fucking drained. We we had planned to leave by like four p.m. This a ten. We didn't leave drive. till like six or seven. Yeah. We got we got we drove through Vegas. We stopped there and we were like, let's just to get to our Airbnb. Yeah, the first Airbnb we got that. I got it the day before, so I'm like, all right, we're hey, secure. We, we got, got there at like, Airbnb. was it 12 or 11 we got there? We got there, we got there 11. Like 11? Because it wasn't, it wasn't super bad. We did leave later in the day, but we got there 11. We get to the Airbnb. We can't even get in because this person's not answering. They didn't even answer the whole time, so we're like, okay, let's try and get a second Airbnb. <laughs> wait, 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 yeah, 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 sorry. <laughs> Show up to that Airbnb. <laughs> There's still nobody to fucking let us in. They're like, all right, check-in is at, like, 12 o'clock. Like, this person is still not there. We're waiting outside the car. We're like, maybe we should just fucking sleep here in the car <laughs> because it's already, like, getting so late. We see somebody deliver food to the <laughs> same address. Like, they ordered, like, a DoorDash or something to the same it's, address. So it was, like, uh, was it McDonald's or something? I think it was McDonald's. Yeah, McDonald's. So we're like, all right, are there some people in here? That's y'all's food now. It was our it food. It became our food. <laughs> <laughs> Seb just like jumped out. He's like, "Bro, I'm taking it." Because they they didn't come out to get it for thirty minutes. So Seb Sebastian just run out, ran out, grabbed it, just hopped back in the car. <laughs> just we started eating it. Yeah, we started eating that. At least they paid us in some way. <laughs> yeah, some quick yeah. karma for real. No, and we ended up sleeping in a Winco parking lot. Well, so what ha- what happened was <laughs> we had we I, I was seeing people racing um fucking shopping carts. <laughs> oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three a.m. Uh, the uh. I remember I was like, guys, I have to shit so bad. And so I was like, I'm going to drive to a gas station. We drove to a gas station. It was like a couple miles away. I get there. I go in. Oh, the toilet is broken. Sorry. And I was like, dang, it hurt so bad. Like I really had to go hop back in, drive to the next gas station. I went in there. 
the toilet's broken in that one too. I'm like, what? I think we went to a third gas station and the what toilet are was broken. What doing in Las Vegas? Right? Where? There's someone going around just breaking toilets. You know what? The toilet smasher. It's the- <laughs> Why the fuck are you talking about these topics <laughs> on these podcasts? <laughs> I was just about to say, it's the people who finally find a gas station and they just were so like, <laughs> they just they just dropping bombs on that bitch. <laughs> um, and... Then finally, I was like, "Yo, I was like, yo, there's a Winco nearby. They are open 24/7. They have to have a bathroom with working toilets." We went there. Finally, I got in there. I couldn't go. <laughs> this man is in there for like I swear, like half an hour or an hour. Me and Sebastian, are like, what is up with this dude? He comes back. I'm like, did you finally do it? He says no. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck have we been doing this whole time? <laughs> So then we ended up sleeping in that parking lot in a Winco in Las Vegas. Ain't gonna lie, waking up, the sunrise was the sunrise was beautiful. It was pretty nice. And then we went to that Dutch Bros. Yeah, got some coffee. It was like six, seven a.m. and we got like two hours of sleep. Yeah, two hours of sleep, and we did this. We did the show that same day. That same day. Wow. We got there. We probably got to be in the Airbnb in L.A. probably for a couple hours. We had to get ready for the show shower all that shit and then legit by the end of the show we were so passed we're out so... we wanted to do the podcast when we got back after we were so passed out i laid on the couch that we were the, podcast. To do the podcast he was thing. on the casting couch and did you say the <laughs> casting couch? that's what that's what that's the that's what we call the the podcast couches that that i shoot on for this podcast we right. call it ca- casting couch <laughs> damn this is a big ass casting couch i know dude hey you need room y'all dude. can have a lot of casters on here um and well it's funny because we got i uh we we got back from the show right back to the airbnb and i was i was like literally setting up the show like setting you've passed out on the couch but i was still setting it up because i was like we're still gonna do this i'm like my eyes are just like all right we're still gonna do this i was like trying to get everything ready doing all the sound tests and then i was like okay nobody's back yet sebastian's on the bed asleep you're on the couch asleep i'm gonna rest for 30 minutes get up and do the podcast i fall asleep about an hour later, uh, Zenotic comes in. He's like, all of energy. He, he's like wide awake. He's like, bro, let's do this. Let's do this podcast. He's wow. sit, sitting in the couch with the mic already up. And I'm like, laying down. I'm like, I laid down I on can't. that couch past, though. <laughs> I didn't wake up till the next day. I didn't even hear Zenotic come in. I, I was just like, I was like, bro, I'm too tired to do this. I cannot do this tonight. And I even texted Lebo because Lebo was going to stop by and do it. And because uh, everybody was passed out, like everybody, like whoever was with us in that first group, me, you, Sebastian, Wafer, we all passed out after, you know, also because I was super fucking drunk that show. God damn, <laughs> I couldn't even fucking think I was trying to like I was like, I legit had a moment where I'm like, OK, focus, focus, focus. Like shit was wavy. And then I had to go perform on with Zenotic. And then a podcast afterwards. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. But uh, uh, it's it was actually that. Because so, I, I had like talked to four or five of the other artists. Then I was like, yo, come back to our Airbnb. Let's shoot this podcast. They were all hyped. They're like, yo, that's awesome. Let's do it. I remember when I was talking to them, you were looking at me like, hell yeah. I remember when we were standing I like, outside. I was like, that's my bro. That's my homie. He's he's doing it. And and uh, and I felt so bad because I texted all them all. I was like, I'm so sorry, but it's not going to work out tonight. Um, everyone passed out. Lol. And Lol. And then when Miami, I wasn't really as prepared for Miami either, but it was, uh, that fell through and it was actually because of, uh, 
them falling through and having to tell people like sorry it's not going to happen when the royalty show came up that's actually remembering like i can't let them down this time i cannot let them down and that's what i was terrified to do it for your show but the f- the fear of uh letting you guys down again is what drove me to like i have to do this show no matter how i feel i gotta do it and you saw how it turned out honestly yeah and that's like the key though like is the key confidence oh sorry nah my bad i was cutting you oh no you're good i was just gonna say like confidence doesn't mean that the fear isn't there right it's just doing it in spite of the fear it's like uh you can be scared but also brave yeah, like, you no, know? nah, there is no bravery without fear. Exactly. You can't be brave without being scared. Right. Yeah, that's fact. That's like, fact. It's impossible. That's what bravery is. Exactly. And you need the confidence to be brave. But also, in that way, like, you bringing up that, I feel like a lot of people, when they need to do stuff, they're like, ooh, it's like, I need to be in a good mood. I need to think positive and all this. I think yours was an example of how people, a lot of people perceive that as negative feelings. And they let it stop them. But those are negative feelings that push you to do something better. So I feel like a lot of this positive thinking, like all this type of stuff, it doesn't mean shit. What do you do with it? Right, right. And that that actually really taught me that I can podcast in any mindset because... because is my mic cutting out a little bit? Okay. No, you're good. Um, I felt like it. that mindset has helped, just, just from your show alone, helped teach me that I can... Uh, I can do this podcast in any mindset because previously there was a couple days I'd canceled a podcast with Devon because I wasn't feeling it. I was like, bro, I can't do a podcast today. And then after doing that show and then uh, and now and now the 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 Storm Tour 2 show, dude, I had a cold all week, really bad congestion. Yeah, and I, I and even the day of, I was like, am I going to be able to do this? Like I, I had the possibility and thought sprouted in my mind. Should I cancel the podcast? And I was like, I no, been so mad, ain't gonna lie. I can't. <laughs> like again, I told myself I can't do that, despite how I feel, because I got Lebo. This is my one of my biggest shots with Lebo right now. I can't let that down with this whole community. I cannot. And again, it was it was about not wanting to let people down, and I went through with it. And it's so far, it's turning out really good. I feel like that's a. I feel like that's a big thing that motivates me as well. I feel like when you choose. A unconventional career it's like you have to have reasons that drive you for like what you do like own things like for you it's like i don't want to let my parents down i don't want to let my family down i don't want to let my friends down i don't want to let the people that i do music with down because it's like we all rely on each other to a certain extent we all are here for a reason or else one of us would have done everything but I think right it's a good thing it's a we good all play thing a part. you gotta like notice that you gotta notice how much you care about it Cause yeah, I don't want to let nobody down. I care about all those people, so I'm gonna do everything I can so then I could be great for those people. We all play a part in the grand scheme of life. I love how we could be like fucking off on shit and then we go super deep. <laughs> Dude, it's it's how we be in real life too. Like yeah. this isn't even just for the podcast. This is just how our conversations it's, go. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah, it's different. I love it. Dude, honestly, I like this. This is my first time I've done a podcast like this. Honestly, this is yeah. a different type of podcast. It's kind of like a, it's like a recap, like also just like conversation. Just, just chilling. Like I like it. I, I want to do a lot more stuff like this. Yeah, it offers like a yeah it offers a different vibe. Yeah, it's nice. And like initially, I was picturing a setup like this. I'm not even kidding. Like in there, I was like, man, 
you know, you think Logan Paul's podcast, like I don't watch that, but I, when I saw the set, I was like, like it's fire, nice. right? It that's looks nice. good. You know, um, that's actually his set has inspired me for this set. Actually, like oh, the, really? these mics, um, well, he, he has the sure mics. These are mm. just pod mics, but, but with the, the arms and the stands like yeah. this and then his couches that he sometimes shoots on. So he has the, he sometimes does the tables and the couches or, mm. or either or, but but like I really like the couch vibe, which is why I went with the couch. And a lot of people yeah. have told me, because because I've considered go moving to a table or like a, which I love the tables. But people said they like the vibes, especially for the vibes of out at Reese's. Mm. They like the couch vibes. Yeah, you well, know? and almost like you know, I really like the way that podcasts with the tables are set up. But the camera is always switching, and like if you have a big group of people, like say on like joe rogan's podcast i noticed that it it seems kind of cluttered like when you just have that desk whereas if you're on a couch everything feels more open and natural like a real conversation and like right your eyes is your eyes is on everybody that's there yeah it almost feels like you're part of it's like you feel, almost feels like you can be there part of the yeah. conversation you're just in that corner while we're in these corners yeah right exactly you just can't really say anything sorry yeah. listeners Maybe maybe one day I actually do want to do live podcasts one day where we bring on people over a call, like 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 fans, audience, you know, just like for like a few minutes, five minutes at a time, and just talk with them, just like a mm-hmm. kind of a guest, like a listener exclusive type of deal, you know, like maybe on my Discord, like move people into the room and just like see what's up, you know, get get a get a connection with the with the audience, see like what do you guys think. Yeah, you could do like a Q and A, honestly, yeah. like a live chat. That'd be sick. One one day. I feel like it kind of speeds up the process, or if you have the process like down to that level, because it's kind of what we're doing. We make a podcast, then we put it out to people. We see the feedback, and then off of that information that we got, we make another one, try and make it better with that information that we have. But if you do it live, that's happening right now. Right. You're seeing the live reactions. You're seeing what works what doesn't exactly and uh honestly these headphones were the move this is fire this is sick i'm like locked in the zone like yeah i'm I'm tempted to start doing these for just regular ones in there the one-on-ones i think it would be a good move plus you know you can gauge like where you're at on the mic you know exactly so you know you're if you're kind of far away and it's like quieter or harder to pick up or kind of how it echoes now that i'm far away but exactly now i can like get close and sexual ASMR Close a little bit. Yes, sir. Yeah. <clears throat> Here we are. Out of Reese's. <laughs> yeah, out of Reese's. You, you know what happens to out of Reese's. I apologize. Casting That's going to be a difficult We issue. need more chicks in here because people are <laughs> going to think this is some other shit. It's the, not. This is going to be clipped and taken out of context. That's exactly <laughs> what's going to happen. Reddit, here we come. Here we go. <laughs> That's the f- first garbage <laughs> post, bro. <laughs> The w- it's gonna be the clip that goes viral too, <laughs> yeah. out of every clip. It's funny. I feel like that bullshit what could happen. <laughs> oh, fuck that. Oh man, it's crazy. Yeah, this this whole this whole ride has been crazy, guys. I'm I'm glad you guys have been a part of it. Honestly, yeah. and I think it's just starting. Oh yeah, this, this is easily just the like beginning. I feel like we see it a lot right now. But they're gonna see it soon. The, the yeah. thing is, that's the thing. That's that's the hardest thing when I'm talking to my family or, or friends that aren't a part of it like you guys they don't see it how i see it they don't see it how you guys see it and so like i see this vision and i can see it my it's literally in the grips of my hands i feel like you know what i mean because like what's wild is there's probably a lot of people out here they probably they're like searching for something like this right right but it's just like 
with the pathway I can see with this podcast, I truly see it going somewhere. And I can't, sh- it's, it's impossible for me to show people my vision and how mm. I see it. Cause they're just, they're, they don't, they're not in my it position. It wasn't placed in their imagination. Yeah. It wasn't for them to do. It wasn't for them to be involved <coughs> at the time. Well, and sometimes like they might just say, oh, I don't know if you're going to be able to do this because they themselves don't think they can. Right. It, not just that though, but like, because they don't see what I see. They're like, when I tell them, like, I'm telling you, this is going to work. They're like, oh, wow, that's cool. Like, mm. you know, just like the, I mean. Although two of my siblings have said like I see this going somewhere. Yeah. Like, like so so there is an what outside the ones perspective. Who up to the show? Yeah, they were the ones mm-hmm. that said they see it uh-huh. going somewhere. Yeah. And my mom who's who's honestly the biggest supporter of this podcast. Shout out to you mom. I love you. Shout Thank you so much. Moms. Like she's seriously listens to every podcast, calls me about them, tells me her thoughts, her opinions and even tells me how I can improve. There's Ooh. there's been things <laughs> that she's told me to improve on that i've literally taken to heart and been like that's actually facts i need to stop doing that or i need to start doing that and it's i think it's she's helped me become better at my podcast let me say hey 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 mom if you're watching this which you probably are you a blessing it's been a while you help but for real honestly for real stuff like yeah having somebody like it's super cool that it's like a family member and like your mom, but having somebody to be that supportive, like that really helps a lot of people. That helps you pray, like break past a lot of limits you may have. You push on to another thing, do something that may be a little bit more uncomfortable because yeah. you have somebody behind you who's supporting you. I feel like support from your parents is so big because there's definitely a stigma in society where, especially for older generations, there's a, a big stigma for a lot of parents that are like, I want my son to get a good education and get a good job from that education, right? Like, mm-hmm. say, going to school or something. And and so when oftentimes I've seen this happen where when a kid gets a young adult, decides, you know what, I don't want to go to school. I want to pursue my actual passion instead. The parents can be very like, whoa, are you stupid? Or like, or like, or, or, they're, or they're just like, yo, like they're disappointed because they... It just they, doesn't click in their mind. Because yeah. they don't see it the way they can. You know, they don't, they don't know the actual potential that passion can bring them and take them and so they they definitely are more against them following that with yeah. and, uh, and i mean like, they'll be like at least go to school while you do it or something you know and you don't realize how much that takes out of you it'll stop me from doing this shit but that stuff did work in their generation mm-hmm. like they were able to get a job and afford a house right right they was able to actually get a job with their degree and like actually like offer some stability to themselves and their families it's not the same with us most degrees aren't gonna pay us that much i'm making more than people make out like at my last job i'm making more than people coming out with their degree i don't have a degree or anything right right exactly exactly what's the point for that and uh i want to say real quick before we move on from this topic um like so like my mom being the most biggest supporter i i have to give credit to my dad too because he's He's actually so all for my podcast. He's like, yeah, keep it up. He's, he's, I heard you talking to him right before, like right when I, when I was walking in. You was talking to him about it. Yeah, and and uh, and he he's just like, he's very supportive in the sense that he's like, he, I'm living in my dad's basement. I'm renting the basement where he's actually building a kitchen for because I'm it's gonna be my apartment down here, right? And he's all for like, yeah, use that as your office, use that as your room. And he's also, you know, he's not charging me a crap ton of rent. Like he's giving me the foundation for me to start building my podcast. And mm-hmm. if not for that, like huge shout out to you, dad, if you're listening, you're probably not though, because 
I know you have the attention span of a squirrel. <laughs> this man out cooking his dad. <laughs> he knows he won't watch it. <laughs> the, the one time, the one podcast he watches is this one. No, I, I love you, Dad, and I, I appreciate everything you've done for me. Um, and I want to say thank you for allowing me to do this and actually being supportive of this dream of mine because, because you know, it, I feel like it's rare for parents to support certain. T- certain visions that don't line up with their own for their kids yeah you know like my parents probably wouldn't support it until they came out to a show and then they were able to like kind of see it a little bit more they saw exactly they saw like how natural i was they saw the effort that i was giving out when i was doing this because it's like i feel like parents just don't want you to like be lazy and do nothing because if you don't work on something you don't work towards something you won't get anywhere in this life Mm -hmm. that's trying to tax you with every fucking move you make me traveling here cost me money yeah every day is gonna cost me money to live it's like they see how scary this world is and they see how they seen through them growing up and the people that they've seen made it and the people they've seen fall they've seen how cold this world can be they don't want that for their kids at all they want you to be safe but when they see you working when they see you put effort out when they see stuff actually coming from that like some stuff developing from that i feel like that eases their mind a little bit more because it's like oh he's working towards something oh this thing's developing it's getting bigger it's growing and yeah i don't know i feel like i feel like that kind of like helps with the reasons like to do this shit in their mind i guess yeah like there's a lot of fear involved which i mean i don't i don't blame them because a lot of people don't exactly know how to cope with fear and like so they kind of want to control like they see oh he's about to do something that personally the people that i've seen in my life i've seen them make some of these same same choices and they fell off the boat really fast but like i don't know it's nice when you have parents that have uh that level of trust in you like even if you're doing something a little bit trippy to them they're right like, right I don't know, dude, but I'm going to I'm going to support you no matter what cuz I brought you up and so, you know. So, being in this industry, well, the number one thing I've been told the most when people are it's basically warning me about this type of job or work essentially is there's a lot of competition and it's really hard to actually make it big and make it in this type of, you know, like podcasting. There's millions of podcasts all over the country yeah. and most of those are tiny and aren't going to go anywhere um, because because of the competition and they just don't have the opportunities, you know. And so so when when I do something like this, it could have been I'm, – I'm sure my parents did feel that way at first. I'm sure they did feel like, Yo, you know, this is going to be really hard. Mm. But I feel like a lot of people think like <clears throat> that with, oh, competition, there's all this stuff. So they don't – so because of all that fear and stuff that they have in their head, they don't give it their all and they become like everybody else. Yeah, like, they see the framework that has already been provided by society. Yeah. Because they're afraid yeah. to create their own framework. It's like, if you do something enough times, it's going to be good no matter who looks at it. Mm-hmm. Then the only problem is getting it to the right people. And who cares if you become the 1% and blow up? There's a lot of money out here in this world. If you can support yourself doing the shit that you like to do, you can own, like, in America, own your own product. Because that's probably the best freedom you're going to get financially, I think. That's a go. That's like in our generation. That's like what we need to do. And that is facts. For real. (laughs) (laughs) And that is facts. That's valid. That's that's valid. 
brother. I can't invalidate me, bitches. <laughs> I've been. I feel like. I feel like I've been learning. I feel like I've learned more about myself and the world this year alone than any yeah. that I've lived. This year has been a. I feel like I knew this year was gonna be like a big year, but I really. It's like at the start of this year, I had like one performance, or a couple performances, like open mics. I'd be doing open mics and then like one actual show, like selling tickets and like promoting all this stuff. I did not think I was going to go out of state, coast to coast, twice this year. Dude, bring it LA. back in our own city and make that the biggest one. You did L.A. and Miami in one in the same month. Twice. Like, that shit was fun. That shit was also... It was a learning experience, too. It's like... Yeah. Freedom is not real. Freedom is just money. And we just need more of that shit. So I have to say that. And that is facts. <laughs> that is valid. No, it's it's true. I mean, and time is your most valuable asset. So and I, that's what I like about my situation right now. Like I was talking to you about my work schedule because it gives me the time to focus on what I actually want to do. Yeah, and that's good because most jobs, like, it's like they pay, it's like they take a lot of time and they just pay you with enough money to, like, get by with the time that you have left. Yeah. It's like... Like, somebody told me a job means just over broke. I like that. And I vibe with that hella. Yeah. Because, like, where's the growth in this shit? I get, like, a... It's, like, people are like, ooh, you get a 5% raise? That's pretty big. That shit doesn't do shit year over year. How much, like, effort I be putting in? Like, I'm going to keep working hard, hard, hard. I'm going to get paid the same amount every time. Mm -hmm. Another person in my position may not work as hard get paid the same thing you know and then me being here in utah it's like i have to work harder just to be respected in these workforces with uh with having a job being just right above broke a wise mentor of mine once said several years ago multi-millionaire um he listen up folks he asked he asked this question you're working a job you stop working how much are you making That's the right answer right there, the silence. <laughs> Y'all hear that? Exactly. What would you call that? Broke. Do you know who created employment? It was a name. John D. Rockefeller. John D. Rockefeller. He created the first, the first kind of form of employment, which means that was just the first way of you legally working under a man's vision to support yourself oh there another another man's vision to support yourself because like what people talk about america and like the old days and like people are very capitalist and like whatever they like free enterprise used to be you know like there's people they're like blacksmiths that's like their family's business it's like off your own vision off your own ideas and off your own services you create a living for your family john d rockefeller came in he's like nah y'all don't need to think about all that shit y'all can just be workers we'll think for you and then the rest is history. Now we have Henry Ford creating like a nine to five job. All right, we're gonna put you on a schedule for this now. You ain't just gonna work for us like when you can or like however they have their system set up. We're gonna have a formal way. You come in this time, you come out this time. And now it's turned into careers where you're working whole careers for other people's visions, for whole other people's shit. 
which okay cool if you love the industry and you love that part of it so much cool do that shit but i feel like for a lot of people and for myself it's like i don't vibe with what a lot of people i don't vibe with a lot of these companies are doing i don't it's like i can't put that much effort into it it doesn't feel warranted in my mind here's the thing though because we can't just we can't we can't discredit the nine to five workers because without them we wouldn't have what we have now being able to go out grab a burger go out to the store go out and purchase online can't a robot do that shit (laughs) to a degree i think i think there's a i I think think, people just meant for more than that well no that for sure but i i do i do think that the people that are willing to do that is also why, like, I feel like we get a lot the of the willingness stuff we do. to work is important. And like, yeah, it's true. Like companies and stuff, it does offer you a good. Like some people definitely do need a job. I need a job, like supporting a lot of this shit. Mm. Like I'm not at Same. that level right. yet where I can support myself off of my own shit, off of my own products, off of like all of that. It's important and it's cool. It's like, cause yeah, they do create a way of making other people stable through their own business idea. And I feel like that's what you want to do with your, like, with your business or the stuff that you're trying to do. You're not only trying to create opportunities for yourself, but maybe even opportunities for other people to be able to thrive in this environment that you set out. Yeah. And so I guess there's two sides to it. But fuck nine to fives and fuck working <laughs> dude, that shit. I, dude, I can't imagine being doing a nine to five the rest of my life till I'm sixty five. Oh yeah. yeah and and was, now now that age is going up, the mm-hmm. the retirement age for how much you need to actually retire, mm-hmm. it's going up. Yeah, it's like the average. I think <clears throat> they're projecting um, our retirement age in like the seventies. That's crazy. I don't want to like, be working till I'm seventy like that. Yeah, because. Our average, like, I think our average age that we're living to is into the 70s. Right, yeah. 70s, maybe 80s it's if you're lucky. So it's like, we're, right. it's like, that's the reality is you work to death. Yeah. Unless you can create freedom for yourself. Yeah, literally death. It, you work to death and, like, through working to death for other people, you get put on, you get put through this medical system and all this, like, other type of shit, prescriptions and all that because of this effort that you put out to other people. Yeah. And it's just a it's, trap. It's I just, feel like it's a trap. It's... I actually, I actually made a, a correlation to how our society runs, and this is this is kind of crazy, but it's gonna sound a little weird. But the way our society is, essentially, and I say essentially because obviously it's not exactly like it. Our society is essentially like caged animals. Think think of think, think about this. We're all in fucking cages. Right now we're in a fucking cage. Well, think about this. You have a dog, right? If you have a or I know you don't have a dog, but if you have a dog, what does it do for you? It does stuff for you and you reward it. You give it treats. That's exactly the working in the nine to five. You you do stuff for them and they give you treats, which is the money. We all been domesticated. Exactly. No, it, like it's true. Our society like, and real real quick on that, real quick on the whole dog cage metaphor. Um Think about this. You're at the, say you're at the pound or something. You're looking for a dog, right? Yeah. You're trying to find a dog that, 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 that you want, right? The dog is going to try and show you tricks that it's learned from previous right. owners. Ooh, that's a good boy. He's obedient. Exactly. So I like him. I'm, I'm going to take him. And they have the, they have the different animals, not just dogs, animals categorized that you have cats over here, dogs over here. They're labeled, right? What are we? We're labeled. We got. The United States, we got different states, right? We're we're in boxes, we're in cages like that. We got, you know, Utah, California. Like, why are there labels? It's because 
we're cages. We're under so many different types of labels. Your type of beliefs, your type of views, the shit that you do. Exactly. So that's... Well, it's true. It's like a lot of us get the dog beaten out of us and really become domesticated, obedient, obedient good boys. Yeah. I mean, you can use that label system, though, for good because, I mean, with everything bad, you can flip it to good. There's two sides to a coin. And, like, with that, like, yeah, everything is labeled, but take take the good labels, like... Oh, I'm yeah. terrible at this. Oh, I'm l- still learning this. You just flip it. Flip your phrasing. Flip the words that you call yourself. Everything and things will change. And I think... I think like... We'll- I feel like the labels just ain't real. Like, you gotta realize that the labels aren't real. Mm-hmm. It's like... It's alluding to whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like seeing, like, a street sign. It's like, this is 148 South. And being like, the sign is the street. Yeah people just like take the label for reality it's just it's just a sign pointing to whatever it is you can't fully describe it we just create labels so we can comprehend it better the th- the problem with labels i feel like is um there's there's never a black and white there i think everything's gray mm-hmm. and so to put a label on something like i don't like i don't want to this is just a good example because I'm not trying to get into politics, but like when someone says they're like, say, Democrat or Republican, it's like really they have views, maybe a certain amount of views from one side, some views from the other side, but they're not pure Republican, pure Democrat, per whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And I but think that can be applied is, to like anything. Yeah, but the thing is, what the problem is, all right, somebody be like, all right, me, they'll be like, oh, I classify myself as whatever, Democrat, Republican. And it is great because you have your views in your head. When another person hears that and they're like, oh, he thinks he's a Republican, they're going to list them black and white. They're not going to think of the gray matter in that. Yeah, well, some people make decisions based on that. They're like, oh, I'm a Democrat, so I have to do this. I have to vote for this person because I'm a Democrat. People need to look into the gray matter. Right, right. People just accept shit like black and white. The gray is where you find the real stuff. Yeah. Honestly. Speaking about that, my next mixtape is called Gray Matter. Hey. It's not so black and white. Are you for real? Yes, for real. That's for real. so I've fire. Been, I've been working what? on this shit for months. What a plug. That was like smooth <laughs> as hell, bro. <laughs> God damn. Like for real. I was like, that damn, one? this shit just came up. This is perfect. Right now. <laughs> Let's tune in for that. Tune in yeah, for Gray Matter. Yeah, y'all, y'all better tune in. I got a lot of good shit for y'all. A lot of it is unreleased now. I was releasing weekly, like every Sunday. If you guys remember, mm, and I, I did that for like thirteen weeks that straight. Is, that was inspiring yeah. me. That was that but was inspiring. I had to go. I had to go ghost for a little bit because he'll you'll be back. You'll be more. back. We got a lot more coming. He's coming back. Um, you guys want to wrap up with anything else specific before we really mm. get this closing? To anybody listening, fuck what everybody thinks. It only matters what you think. Stop asking the world. For answers on your questions, answer that shit your fucking self. Because it's asking you. That's what I have. I like that. Where can they find you guys? Uh, you can find me all streaming platforms, royal-t. Also, Instagram, royal underscore t-lane7. And I have a link tree, so if you really have a hard time finding this, just go into my Instagram, click the link in the bio. You can get anywhere you need. Yeah, and I'll just hit you with my Instagram again. Just 
Mal M A L underscore W S T and like I really have nothing there. So if you like following accounts with zero posts, <laughs> hit me there. It's like I know you guys don't like to be flooded on your feeds, so like that would be a perfect account to follow. It might fuck up your ratio if you care about that, if you're if you're that superficial. But you should give them a follow. Yeah, <laughs> real ones. And I mean, I'll keep y'all updated when I actually start putting stuff out and that really is going to be soon. I'm just trying to figure some stuff out right now. But it's coming soon. It's coming soon. Y'all, yeah, keep tuned in. Like, keep tuned in to everything that's happening here, and y'all will be rewarded. Like, y'all will be rewarded. I want to thank you guys for watching this episode. If you guys enjoyed it, you guys should follow my social media. If you want to follow the podcast, it's just out at Reese's on Instagram. I'm no longer plugging Twitter because I don't do anything there. Uh, Facebook, out at Reese's, uh, or my personal Reese Chalvis. Stay up to date on guests that are appearing, such as Royalty Christian. And uh hope you guys, if you guys enjoyed, drop a like, subscribe, and we'll see you guys in the next one. We out at Reese's. Peace. out of here. That was sick. I like that. That I'm was good. Gonna, I'm going to be real. That is the first time I really actually felt nervous. Really? Having a nut. Don't stop. Stop. Yeah. You know these niggas like to talk a lot. I don't like to talk a lot, but I'ma go and shoot my shot. Yeah. What you selling? You know I buy, buy. Yeah. Pulling up faster whips like what I cop, cop. Biggest gang out here really is the cop, cops. <laughs> see ya? Mm. Yeah, I just wanna see ya. Get it from the back, I wanna beat it. <laughs> yeah. I be going, like, yeah, it's just like, I don't know, it's flows. Yeah, it's a good beat. Yeah, yeah. It's like seven yeah, minutes long, so. Yeah, because oh. this is what I practice to.